Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre... Hello! JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. That awful voice JoJo's was... JoJo's Bizarre Bowcast. It was Miles. Thanks, Miles, for... Ruining the podcast. What I should really just do <laughs> is not turn on Miles' mic. And this so podcast is about nothing now. And I'm also joined by Jackie. Hi. Oh, by the way, Mark. Yeah. You can cut this out. Did you ever fix the previous nope. podcast audio? Okay. How weird does it sound? Um... I don't know. No one. I guess no one else complained about it, so maybe nobody else listened to the podcast. Well. Anyway. No, people listened. They wrote us. Uh, <laughs> we're normally a podcast that talks about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Now we talk about nothing. But we did everything out there, JoJo, that's animated for us. We're not going to read. Yes, we've only hit the tip of the iceberg in terms of the media that's out there, but we're not going to read. We're not going to play games. We just need JoJo that's just like projected at us. What if we reviewed a game? What if we just talked about a game? One we of the JoJo's could, we could games. do that, but we could talk about a JoJo game. People would want us to stream it then, because you can't. Yeah. If you describe a game, like most people aren't going to be able to play it, but most people can. Anyway, uh, this week True. we decided to talk about something related to JoJo. We watched the OVA Bow or Bow Bow the Visitor. The Is this visitor. a reference to the 2018 Pixar short film Bow? Oh, did that one win the Oscar? I like that one. So yes, uh, no. yeah. Okay. No, bao is just a Chinese sort of bun that you can fill with meat. But I, I don't think that is related to this, what we just saw. Um, well, I'll do the research later. I'll, sh- <laughs> I'll show you. I'll, you can check my work. Okay. Um, I just want to say that when I, every time I hear the word bao or just think about this manga, this, the following audio kind of plays through my head. Bao, 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 bao. Uh, if you're not aware, that's Waka Flocka um, doing ad libs on one of his uh, tracks. <laughs> and I guess they're just talking about gunshots or something like that. Mm. And so he's in the booth by himself, just yelling bow. And I think you can hear it in the final mix of the song, whatever it is. Is that a reference to this thing we just watched? Yeah. He's, uh, Waka Flocka's a big anime guy. He actually, he's influenced by Araki the same way that Riza is influenced by, uh, you know, like Shaolin monk movies. Hmm. Yeah. You should really look in a walk of lock if you're a Jojo fan. Uh, none of that's true. So Mark's a liar. Uh, before we talk about bow, bow, we have to stop in a little hidden room inside of our secret lab <laughs> called liaison laboratory. No. What, what is a good one? Mess messenger. Mm. Uh, mixer uh correspondence corner we're gonna we're gonna read your emails. insert thunder crashing we're gonna go to uh bow dark email break what miles uh did you like read no. and chop up and summarize no. the email? let's just read them let's just read them miles can i talk to you for a minute yeah do you want to be a part of this i'm podcast? never gonna do it miles? miles i'm never gonna do it's, it miles doesn't need to do it it's fine well, we have, when we make a ton of money... We should just be happy people are writing. On we have no other material. We have to read the whole this, emails. This, like, at some point, that's just what... People are just going to send us their fucking fanfics, and we have to just... <laughs> this podcast is now just filling time. Yeah. We can't afford to edit anything I've out. I've filling time. That's right. Ooh. Tuesday, baby. Yeah, Tuesday. You know it. Sorry. Oh, is that when it comes out? Terrace House is out Tuesday. Yeah. Oh yeah, bruh. Yeah, bruh. Yeah, and then we'll we'll cover that instead. 
fuck all your anime suggestions. We're just going to watch Terra's <laughs> house and talk about it. What a slap in the face that would be. It really would be. But it would feel so good. Mm-hmm. I'm we could just make this. Emails. We could just, but like, what we're really, like, on a, in, like, a week where we're really not giving a fuck, we can just be like, all right, so we're just going to talk about the Terra's house episode that we saw. <laughs> yeah. I think we could do an episode on, on Terra's house. Couldn't we? Related to JoJo somehow? Yeah, for sure. Uh, anyway, we have a lot of emails this week. So I think it's Chad. Is I believe I agree with that. All right, I'll read Chad's. Okay. Chad, aloha, JGB pod crew. I don't know what this week's topic is, but I'm writing now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I think Chad. you mentioned watching the dub with Mary. That sounds fun. I kind of like how the dubs, the dabs, <laughs> the dubs use mostly the correct accents for characters. All three of you regular hosts are pretty darn good singers. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Say at some hypothetical future podcast hosts and fans meet up, there's karaoke. What is a song you absolutely have to sing before the night is over? Mahalo, Chad. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up still recommending the weird but fun shonen anime Karakuri Circus on Amazon Prime Video. P.P.S. Here's where I'll reiterate my question from earlier in the email. <laughs> in case we forget, what is your number one go-to karaoke <laughs> That's song? actually, I didn't realize Chad, that's what he meant. P.P.P.S. I'm still under the character count. Boom. Uh, Chad's the best. I think my real number one go-to karaoke song that I always sing, that I sing the most, is Sister Golden Hair Surprise by America. That's a good one. That sounds like a, it could be a stand. Yeah. Sister Golden Hair? Surprise. Yeah. Or a technique that, that you know, a <laughs> yeah. hormone or bow user. Yes, yes, yes. For sure. Yes. Sister Golden Hair is good. I like I like that any song that opens and then has a line immediately about just being too damn depressed That's to do right. something. It's pretty great. What about you guys? Mm, I like doing Anaconda by Nicki Minaj. I have a lot of fun with that. Pretty good. <laughs> I don't know if I have like a must do karaoke song for this sort of thing, but I've been meaning to do some grunge tracks. Like I haven't done Stone Temple Pilots at karaoke. And I, I think I have a lower register than I think. And I think I should be more comfortable down there. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Karakuri Circus is now on the list. The list is getting You're adding to the too list, long. Mark. Good job. I already did. Great. Um, yeah. Thanks, Chad. And for anybody listening who wants to hear their words read out loud by the dulcet tones the three of us have, write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Try to keep it under, what did we say, 700 characters or words? Um, I don't remember. These guys don't care anymore. I'm just saying, if you were like, oh, I want to hear people talk about Bao, and then there was half an hour of dicking around with inside jokes chad i'm just saying chad is still exceeding expectations by <laughs> like keeping track of what we're gonna what we're gonna talk about next mm-hmm. staying within the character limit reiterating his question because sometimes we fucking forget and start talking <laughs> about something else and then we read the next email and we didn't answer your question thank you chad you exceed expectations chad and, knows uh, exactly how bad this podcast and, is uh, <laughs> in your next annual review you get a promotion from, from nothing to also nothing. <laughs> uh, by the way, shout outs to people on Twitter who tweet uh, to what? me <laughs> oh. and send me like Junji Ito Jackie, videos. Jackie, are you Jack from Twitter? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Revolver Ocelot send me like a Viz video of Junji Ito. Uh, oh, the thing that's coming out on, uh, what is it? Is it Netflix? No, uh, Toonami, I think. No, something else. Oh. But... That's a thing as well. So I think someone else tweeted to me about that. No, you did. You tweeted to me. Shout out to Mark for tweeting to me yeah. about the <laughs> Adult Swim 
anime adaptation of JoJo's uh, Uzumaki. I'm um, not JoJo's. Whoa, Junji Ito's Uzumaki, which is one of my favorites, and it also kind of reminds me of um, what's her name? Looking at spirals. What's, Tomie. Mm, mm, no, no, that's also uh, Yukako. Yukako is who it reminds me of. Yeah, uh, Uzumaki kind of reminds me of Yukako. Yeah, just dark, long-haired women. Or rather, women. she reminds me of... Anyway, uh, another shout-out to Aaron, because apparently uh, my catchphrase is everyone is gay, uh, mm-hmm. which makes a lot of sense. You've so. said that. I mean, you've said that on here in reference to all the characters being gay. Because they are. all Everybody. Well, but also everyone in the world. Listen to our previous episode to see uh, if that's true. We yeah. figure it all out. Yeah, we do. Um... But anyway, shout outs, shout outs to Twitter. Yeah, follow us on Twitter too, <laughs> at JJBpod. By the way, uh, yeah, there's a Junji Ito adaptation coming to Adult Swim. Uh, and yeah, the, the anime that's on Crunchyroll or whatever is still decent. Nice. It works as a story, which makes sense because Ito knows how to write a spooky story. Spooky. Um, look, you're all great at emailing, um, but <laughs> when we talk about the character count, uh, I like you, um, Red. You go by Red. You didn't sign it. But holy shit, this is long. So I am just going to say it's uh, another thing where a listener says, I recommended Hunter Hunter saying that it was really good. And I thought maybe you would just check in um, and that two episodes is not enough to really get an idea of the show. Yes, it does get uh, really dark. And they also bring up this like ant thing, this like not at all Korea country uh you know slavery and all that so yes we know that we did not do hunter hunter justice and that it gets uh depressing which is what we crave maybe one day i will watch all of it and then i'll report back to everyone (laughs) um and then just just because like we've already read most of them in uh completion i think i'm gonna read their whole king crimson explanation yes here we go now i want these part two no don't say that King Crimson with a K basically works by yoinking Diavolo out of the reality he's in for the 10 or so seconds to his own reality. What? Anything he would have done still happens and time still moves on, but Diavolo nor Casey actually exist while time is being skipped. That's why the universe shatters. And Casey, King Crimson, can move Diavolo from one place to another, but he can't interact with things because they're not there or something like that. At the end, everything except Diavolo forgets what happened, but they can notice a time skip if they were paying attention. I think Araki saw it more as a concept than a power set, so he did whatever seemed cool at the time. Uh, I'm writing this late and there's probably flaws in my description, but I like to see it like that. Um, I like any any explanation that has something like that in the uh, yeah. in the middle of it. I've, okay, so But that's pretty much true. That's pretty much what we came to and what people have explained. I guess I feel like this is more confusing though. <laughs> your your explanation is more confusing. Also, the fact that like everyone writes in and they like their their answers for what King Crimson's power is is slightly different makes me think nobody really understands it. Yeah. Everybody just thinks I mean, they do. If I <laughs> Yeah, uh, facetiously I agree. If I'm being honest, I think things have kind of settled into a space that makes sense. It's like art. It's like, you know... It's like art. It's like... You ever see a painting? Everybody has a different interpretation and different feelings about the same painting or whatever. The most beautiful thing about King Crimson is knowing that you explain it. Right. JoJo's is... Uh, The email continues. King Crimson explains it all. With the whole sexuality episode coming up, if that's what you guys do for next week, we already did it. We did it. I hope you oh, guys. I think this email came out like like came in like right, right after. after yeah. Probably yeah. Uh, I hope you guys talk about Abdul being so damn sexualizing of Dio. 
and、mm. debate as to which episode or arc was the absolute gayest in your guys' opinion. That、we、would have been a、it. good topic. We didn't. Let me finish this though. Love the show, and at this point, I'm too deep to ever stop listening to you guys. Love y'all. Red. Okay, I got the name right. Also, here's a pic of my dog looking tired, just cause. What a good dog! Oh, good dog. It looks like an older Bichon Frise. I haven't gotten it to load yet. The picture's still loading. Here, I'll show、loading. it to you. Oh, it's so. What are you on? Fifty six K over there. It's a little Bichon, I think, just looking kind of. I'm not on the Wi-Fi now. I'm、pensive. on the Wi-Fi. Um. Yeah. Good point about Abdul. Remember, I forget what it was, but Abdul explains his encounter with Dio, and he's like, he was、oh, so、yeah. sexy. Yeah, that's right. I、he、was, was、like、mesmerized by my own boner. <laughs>、mm. He's like, and then something came out of his beautiful golden hair. We didn't talk Yo, about that's、Ab- the sister、uh, <laughs> sister golden hair surprise. What is it? Yeah, <laughs> it's the Dio golden Dio's hair surprise. Gross worm things that come out of his hair, and then you get too damn depressed to to run. We didn't talk about Abdul at all, but he's not straight. He gay. He's not straight for sure. But he had to hide it because of his political career. <laughs> Top <laughs> guys, Araki wrote it. <laughs> That's true. It's not true.、Uh, which episode or arc is the gayest arc? I think it's the most recent one. I agree. Part five. Because I mean,、yeah. they they had con- more confirmed gay characters, but also just everybody is broy and loves、yeah. each other.、Uh, honestly, I think uh, uh, Squallo and fucking well, Clash and Talking Head. Squallo and Tiziano is probably the gayest.、Um, IMO. But that's not an arc, Mark. Oh, you. Oh, we're, we're talking about arcs. Well,、oh. he said arc or episode,、uh, and so I would, I would say, you know, it's like a two-parter, probably.、Um, Squallo and Tiziano. Those are okay. No, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they they're the best couple. They're great. I love them. I would watch a show just about them. Whoa. <laughs> hmm. Wouldn't you, I? I think it'd be good. Just they're like how they met. <laughs> just making people lie. <laughs> relationship <laughs> having like normal relationship problems. How、know? I met Tiziano. <laughs> just creatively murdering people with、yes. sharks that come out of your drink. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, okay. Who wants? Thanks for the dog pick. Thanks for the pick. Uh, this one is from Yeehaw Anna. <laughs> I guess. Uh, subject is how King Crimson works. <laughs> yeah. Damn it! Spoilers. It's actually not complicated. This is all we want. Sorry if I'm overstepping my bounds and y'all figured it out. Slash another listener already sent this type of email, but in the horny episode you mentioned not knowing how it works. I think so. Listen, we we're gonna mention in every episode that it doesn't work, <laughs> <laughs> that, or that we don't understand how it works. Anyway,、uh, anyway, the important thing to get straight is that King Crimson doesn't manipulate time. That's just the cooler way of describing it. Instead, it has power over cause of cause. What? And effect fame. What? It's power over cause of cause and effect fame. Oh, just like、uh, the concept or the phrase cause and effect. The writer power is, over cause. It has power、yes. over cause of cause of and effect fame. Right.、Uh, using testament, King Crimson is able to see and affect several seconds in the future, but cannot change it. As alone, it has no power to change the cause that created the effect. That's where the time erasure comes into play. For the erased time, everyone behaves according to the cause that Testament saw. Meanwhile, King Crimson is able to leave the cause that everyone else is in to change his effect, and then kills Bruno. The biggest point of confusion probably comes from his first usage against Bruno. Yes, please.、Uh, where 
he sees the future and past him at the same time. That was probably just for dramatic effect, but if you stretch it, you can see it as, yeah, I have nothing. It's just for dramatic effect. Well, I just looked over this email and realized that somebody who looks at metaphysics for the heck of it might not be the best person to explain King Crimson. Okay. Uh, That's better than a lot of us do. Uh, I don't even look at it. Yeah. Going to end this by just saying King Crimson is awesome and maybe my favorite sand, except maybe green, green grass home and from Stone Ocean, which I pray to God nobody spoils for y'all. Yeehaw, Anna. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, time is erased and I'm no longer horny. Mm. Wait, wait. Okay, so. The horny time is. Horny is. is the cause the... still exists. You closed your eyes, but the effect has been erased. So the 10 seconds into the future is. Do you see an orgasm? And then you erase. Like, what do you, how do you know that the, you were the horny? Ef- the effect stays, but the cause is removed? That's what it is? The cause stays, but the effect is removed. No, other way around. What? The so effect, the effect the, is the that effects you're are all that matters. The so results only matter. You got matter. your boner and you're like, what is this? But where did this, where did this boner come from? But you never f- felt your dick hardening. Mm, I don't know. I've I've never felt my dick hardening. Wait, if the, it's the cause that stays, <laughs> then you the cause does not stay. The cause is removed. Then you never close your eyes. Mm. No, you close your eyes to start. But the, isn't that the cause? P-P-S. Yeah, but you close your eyes just to affect, just to start King Crimson. I think. PPS, yeehaw, is the so precursor you word. S- you remain horny. So you close your eyes and you stay horny. So nothing no, changes. No, I think, I think this person starts horny and leaves horny uh, status within 10 seconds. So they were just never horny, but the effect of their horniness remains. Guys, I don't understand There's King just Crimson. Like a bunch of Can porn you write in open? and explain how King Crimson explain, works? Explain, but use, use the horny example. <laughs> please, please explain arousal to me. I am confused. PPS, yeehaw is a precursor word similar to saying love or signed. My name is just Anna. What? Anna. Who says yeehaw as a sign off? I don't know what you're yeehaw. talking about. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Um, By the way, this person called Epitaph uh, Testament throughout the email. Uh, the little face on King Crimson is called Epitaph. Testament would be a cooler reference. They're a thrash metal band. If you were like, man, Metallica sold out with the Black Album. I wish they made more thrash. Just listen to Testament. And like Slayer and a bunch of other bands, but check out Testament. Oh, Anna wrote in again a second email. <laughs> uh. What are you doing? Is this is this uh, Anna's way of getting around the character limit? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I'm I'm gonna read it Where again. Do, I don't even see it. It's uh, an actual question. An actual question. Howdy JJB. Howdy JJB Pod. Who, is this a cowboy? Is <laughs> Anna a cowboy? Maybe. <laughs> Howdy, JJB Pod. I hope this email finds you well. Unlo- unlike oh, the previous no. email I sent, I have a question. Based on the theory that Requiem stands gain abilities based on what the user desires most at the moment, what stand would you pierce with the Requiem ar- arrow and when? I would pierce Hierof- Hierophant Green on Calcuin's battle against Dio to give him an even longer range, like automated stand range, but with the control of his regular green. And the ability to turn itself and Kakuin invisible along with an invisible splash. Are we going to read this whole email? uh, Hold on. Maybe I can summarize this middle part. Um, mm, Okay, I'm going to (laughs) summarize some of this because this is long. Uh, I mean, like, it's okay to be long once a week, but... Yeah. 
Uh, in addition, during some episodes where you're discussing feminism and female characters in JoJo, uh, Mark mentioned not believing that the editors would have much power to force Araki to do things. Editors in manga have a surprising amount of power over the writers, for example, in the Android saga of Dragon Ball. Um, so I, I think he talks about, or they talk about Dragon Ball. I don't, I can't assume a pronoun here, but, uh, they talk about Dragon Ball, some stuff that I'm not going to read out loud. Also, happy that Jackie liked Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon live action, and I immediately started uh, singing along the to the theme when Mark played it. If you do do three episodes of Pretty Guardian, I would recommend episodes one, four, and the 1314 two-parter. Yeehaw, Anna. P.S. I'm horny. P.P.S. But I can also retract my horn and by using my ribs as a vacuum can shoot out air at extremely high pressure. Take this Jojo, my final attack, surprise, even the divine sandstorm. Yay. Yay. I would love to do Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) That's some low production value. What? It's so good. Wait, they asked a question. Oh, what was the question? <laughs> Did I read it? It was two hours ago. Which? <laughs> yeah, it was a long, long time ago. Oh. Which sand would you pierce with the Requiem arrow? Mm. Um, and when? I feel like we've talked about that. We've talked about like what sex pistols would look like if they were somehow cut by it. Jeez. Um, oh, I would pierce uh, Yukako so that she would, uh, I don't know, have uh, Koichi marry her or whatever. Yukako is a sad arc in part four. Why? Because she tries to change her face because she doesn't think she's pretty enough. Yeah. She's an abuser. Oh. No. Remember that. No, she's a hero. (sighs) She's a hero. I, uh... Hmm. I don't know. Jackie, I want to just dig back into what you said, though. If Yukako can force people to marry her, that's what her Requiem stand does? Uh, force people to fall in love with her. Okay. Great power. That's basically, she'd just be like, oh, this is what I wanted. This is what I would have wanted the first Mm. time around. Um... I, uh, I would pierce a uh, Koichi stand, but it stays an egg, and it's the most delicious omelet you've ever had. Oh. Mm. I would pierce uh, Chariot Requiem, <laughs> and uh, you'd be able to see the shadows of fourth dimensional beings, uh, which are three dimensional. And it has an even bigger butt. Oh, what, yeah. What do you think happens? It's thick with three Cs. What do you think happens if you pierce Kira's stand? I was wondering that. Is it like just Araki thanks you for creating it, continuity in, it his, just, in his work? It just destroys everybody else on the planet and leaves their hands. Uh, and no, that's it. Now he gets it, to be left alone. And It's like <laughs> and an end of Eva hands. scenario. <laughs> no, it's like the opposite. It's he tells you who his identity is and then you suddenly jump ahead three days. <laughs> but you remember it all. So nothing changes. Anyway. Mm. The next email is from Jared. And... The subject is hashtag not all Jareds. This is going to be important stuff. Hey, gang, first of all, I get the Jared Fogel thing a lot. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry to hear that. that Second off, look, we all got something. Sorry, Second man. off, really enjoying these Requiem episodes and wanted to throw in my own suggestion. My Hero Academia is a show that a lot of the hardcore JoJo fandom seem to dislike due to how the shows get compared to each other. I started watching it last week, and now I'm hooked. The large cast of colorful characters with unique powers or quirks 
quote, quirks. And great pacing make it a compelling watch, despite it taking three or four episodes to properly get into the main story. Also, it shares a good amount, a good number, of voice actors with JoJo and puts a fun high school shonen spin on the superhero genre. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling the void left by part five ending. Same, Jared. Yeah, for real. Hmm. Um, Mark, you got that? You, did you get down Just uh, did. My Just Hero? Just wrote it down. Cool. Yeah, people were really in love with uh, My Hero Academia. I remember it was, people were pretty noisy about it on Twitter. And I think uh, Tim, friend of the pod that Miles has never met, uh, they recommended My Hero Academia quite did a bit. They? Or at least tweeted about it. What's, what's that one all about? Uh, it's just like professors you really look up to, I think. Oh. Just, huh. You know, your hero. Is that true? Are you lying? I'm lying. I have no idea what it's about. Mm. Actually, if you want that, watch uh, GTO, Great Teacher Onizuka, <laughs> which was animated by which studio? Uh, studio Puro, who did today's OVA. Uh, this, email, this email is from Sal, and the subject is Watch Dr. Stone. Hey, fellow JoJo refugees, if you don't want a 150-episode behemoth like Hunter x Hunter, I would recommend watching a newer anime called Dr. Stone, specifically episodes 1, 2, and 4. The premise is that one day everyone in the world suddenly turned into stone, and two guys randomly woke up about 3,700 years later with plans to restart civilization. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Season one is still airing every Friday, so if you enjoy it enough, you could do it weekly. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling hard as a stone. You two are the last men on Earth. <laughs> what? This is. It reminded me of this old Flash cartoon. I think it was sick animation. Sick animation, yeah. Of these, uh, it's the premise is that uh, these two guys are the last men on Earth, and God forces them to have sex with each other. Mm-hmm. It's pretty homophobic in retrospect, but Aww. it made me giggle as a teen <laughs> slash twenty nine year old. <laughs> I, I was debating playing the audio, and I'm not gonna. Uh, Mark, so you got that one down? Uh, the sick animation that yeah. Miles is talking about? Yeah. No, Dr. No. Stone, I will do that. You know what we should do? We should do FLCL. Isn't that like only four episodes? Yes, we should do the new FLCL because I want to watch it, but I have not. There's a new one? Yeah. Hmm. Doesn't uh, have the pillows as a Because I feel like I've seen, I've seen FLCL multiple times and I don't feel like I get it. Yeah. Like I, yeah we, I liked it, but I also, it's kind of like King Crimson <laughs> well, yeah. where I like it, but I don't really know I know what i saw <laughs> it's also funny because the, the beginning of that show the first like three episodes are all just like look at this crazy fun thing look at all these images haha and then the second half is like anyway there's been a plot this whole time <laughs> and you're like wait what you did not e- emphasize that at all i don't know what's happening I anyway we should, can get, we do flcl t- uh, next time maybe let's do it okay footy cootie for those Furi-kuri. who don't know uh if you want fully coolly to if you want a link to that sick animation thing tweet at me <laughs> i won't tell you my handle <laughs> you have to find it that's right next is jackie do you want to read this huge one or not uh is this one from thomas it's from a a ron aaron no okay a a ron it's very long okay this is from aaron aaron b uh uh, thoughts on Jojo and sexuality. Hi, guys. Sex. I've been listening since Golden Wind started, but this is my first time writing in. Thanks oh, for writing. First time, long time. Thanks. Uh, I wish I had an air horn soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That's pretty uh, good. <laughs> I really like episode 141, and while I could probably talk for hours on this topic, there are just a few things I want to mention right now. 
First, I'm surprised you didn't mention Jos- uh, Josuke and Okuyasu's relationship. It's obviously not confirmed in the text, but it's easy to read uh, the two of them as boyfriends. They're absolutely inseparable and very physically affectionate, and they clearly care a lot about each other. Just look at the final fight where Josuke won't give up on Okuyasu, even though he's seemingly dead and Kira uh, is still after them. So I pair Josuke and Rohan. Right, because That's they hate what I each do. other. You think it's like a tense romance. Yes, they actually love each other, but they pretend to hate each other. That's <laughs> that's who I ship. But I can see the Josuke and Oski, Okuyasu as well. I can see it. Josuke-yasu. Josuke-yasu. But we didn't, o- we, didn't, we didn't talk about who, like, who we ship, you know? But that's yeah. who I ship. I ship Josuke and Rohan. Sorry. Uh, likewise, Jorno and Mista aren't quite as obvious, but Jorno just isn't very outgoing. But over the course of Golden Wind, their relationship grows and could also be interpreted as romantic and sexual. Even if Jorno isn't horny, Mista is. Did any of you get that? I don't. I don't know if I picked up on that. Well, I did not feel that. the The paragraph continues, and that's where I'm like, "Yeah, that one hit me over the head." Okay. As soon as Jorno joins the squad, Misa takes a liking to him. The White Album fight is all about the two of them learning to place absolute trust and faith in each other, and culminates in Jorno's sucking Misa off. What? Was oh this? yeah, I remember. In quotes. That. In quotes. <laughs> what was this? It's the scene where there's something that I don't remember why they're doing it. He's healing Mista, and somehow it ends up like they come up on the the, the rest of the gang comes up on a <laughs> boat on a boat, like and in it the just canal. looks like Jorno is going down <gasps> oh, on Mista, yeah. and it's just like, huh. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you for reminding us yeah, about all that. All he moment. was doing was healing him by putting his penis in his mouth. Right, right, right. <laughs> it right, wasn't right. sex. Yeah, no, it, yeah. This is anyway. how people talk about. There's like a certain JoJo relationship uh, at some point in the comic. That's definitely like a gay romance, but like all these like, I don't know, insecure <laughs> dudes or I don't know, are just like, no, 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 they're not. That's not what it's like. It's like they're friends. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't, I don't think you really looked at it that closely. And then, of course, there's the Green Day fight where Jorno holds Mista's gun hand with his arm around Mista's waist. That is very I forgot true. About that. You are full of oh, great yes. points. Thank you for writing, Aaron. You are a valued Wait, this person. is the first time we have three Aaron's then. We have a lot of... Yo, why is Aaron so popular? That's six A's. <laughs> That's like... I don't know. That's, what What is it about Aaron's that make them like JoJo? Do you think they ever call themselves double A batteries? No, no more. No. Uh, what is it about them that likes JoJo's? Well, I think they like the repetition thing. The yeah. JoJo is like uh, Aaron. A-A. A-A. Ron. All you Aaron's write in and tell us why you like JoJo's. Ron, Ron. Is it because your name is Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now Aaron's. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just pictured a room There should be like an Aaron meetup. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> the problem is it's going to be hard for me to distinguish any of the errands. I'm going to just blend them all to be like one person. They could look completely different. <laughs> They're going to be like... completely different people. Yeah. But anyway, um, there are some other couples that I personally ship and a lot more that are popular in the fandom that I don't. But those are the two so far that I like the most and think are most explicit. Besides, of course, Squalo and Tiziano at all. Sorry for the long email. Feel free to abridge it if you need to. Looking forward to whatever you guys do next. Regards from Oregon, Aaron B. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up wondering how horny the part six ending theme will be. P.P.S. Jackie, you might be pleased to know that there are a few characters in part six that can be read as lesbians. I am indeed pleased. Uh, 
Thank you for writing, Aaron. Thank you for writing, Aaron. That was a good email, even though it was long. I want to hear it what good. I want to. Everyone who's going to write in, let us know who you ship. Who are your favorite? I want to know who everyone's favorite ships are, if you have one. Especially if it's controversial. If, if you're like, no one else sees this, yeah. but I do. If you don't, if you don't have a favorite like pair to ship, like so you don't have to write in. Like I don't want to pressure you or anything. You yeah, know. you don't have to. It's okay. You no, don't you, have to. You, you don't have, have to. You don't have to come up with Jackie, one. Jackie, you thought when you started saying but if that, you have one. the people at home were like, oh, no. Like, oh, <laughs> oh no. I don't know. <laughs> I just like it for the fighting. Look, you should be able to come up with something. You have a week. No, no, Just feel no. something. No. <laughs> well, they don't have a week. They have like a couple of days to write in before. Oh, yeah, that's like, true. When, by the time this is released, they have like three days. Actually, yeah, you are putting a lot of pressure on people. By the time you read this. Just do it if I you want to and if you can. <laughs> don't try to force it. Anyway, that's that. Next. You got it. Thomas. Oh, I love his English muffins, by the way. Oh, boy. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Thomas English Muffins, if you want to sponsor us, uh, we want to talk about your crannies. Ooh. Oh, yeah, we'll have to change the name of Correspondence Corner to, like, <laughs> Brought to you by Thomas's, uh, yeah, C- Correspondence Cranny. <laughs> you went for the, 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 the awkward the, pun. The Cranny Nook. The, I can't think uh, of what, the what's, nook, like. The Nook and Cranny. What's, what's the, what's an, an, like, communication thing? I don't know. Notifications. Notification Nook. Yeah. And correspondence cranny. Pretty good. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> hey, y'all. It's Thomas, not from uh, Thomas's English Muffins or right. Thomas the Tank Engine or any other Thomas. An unaffiliated Thomas. Uh, I didn't write in last week because I'm ace and didn't really feel I had anything to contribute to a discussion on sex and sexuality, but was pleasantly surprised when y'all called out Jotaro for the asexual that he is. Regarding Joseph, I disagree with your assessment that he's heterosexual. He and Caesar were definitely crushing on each other. That's true. Uh, Their whole first episode, together with their attempts to one-up each other, was 100% a meet-cute, and you will not change my mind on this. Okay. We won't try. We believe you. Last week, you got an email from someone recommending the show Your Lie in April, which I will back completely. It's one of my favorite shows, a love story between two high schoolers who play instruments, and it's really good. Uh, that said, despite how good Your Lie in April is, it's not even my favorite romance anime. That title goes to Bloom Into You, which is not only my favorite romance anime, it's my favorite series of all time. It is a story of two girls who have never experienced love before. One of the two main characters is implied to be on the ace spectrum, and one of the side characters is explicitly an arrow ace. Hmm, someone will have to tell me what that is. Mm -hmm. The show legitimately changed the way I look at myself, so if we're recommending love stories now, I gotta get the word out for Bloom into you. Consider it done. Apologies for the fact that this is completely off-kilter from my normal emails. Thomas, P.S. I can't keep up the lie anymore. I'm not actually horny. Thomas, thank you for writing in, and you don't have to be horny. (laughs) We're not making... People are telling us that they're (laughs) horny. We never asked for this. (laughs) We love it, though. But you don't have to be horny to listen to this show. Um, we just appreciate the updates. <laughs> A-Row a- means you're not interested in, like, even romance. Like, you don't feel, like, a romantic attraction to people. I see, I see, I see. So I see, some I see, people see. are asexual. They don't experience sexual desire. Some people uh, feel sexual desire but don't want to have sex with people. But they have romantic feelings. So that's that's why uh, Thomas called it a spectrum. Got it. I would say so. Great too. No. Thanks for writing in and thanks for telling us about a anime that has like, I guess, explicit ace representation. That's awesome. Explicit. I look at the camera and go, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would vote for that show. 
Bloom Into You is on the list, along with... Do you guys want to hear what the list so far? <laughs> okay, yeah, what's yeah, the list? let's do it. What do we have? <clears throat> Sailor Moon Crystal, done. Yeah. Kaiji, oh, that's good. Not done. Hunter Hunter, done. Even not really, but yeah. <laughs> we might come back to it. Mob Psycho 100, Jojo dubbed, Karakuri Circus. Oh, I did write it down. Oh, no, I wrote that down today. Uh, Rohan OVA, done. Other Araki works, Bao movie, we did it. Gorgeous Irene, I don't know if there's any animation. Uh, live action Jojo, done. Puni Puni Poemi, Excel Saga, Pop Team Epic, the bookstore, uh, Honda-san or whatever it is that's <laughs> on uh, Crunchyroll. Uh, Fire Force, Miyazaki movies, Revolutionary Girl Utena, uh, a theme episode about vampires and JoJo's, about dads, uh, Helsing, I think the second one, I don't know, Don Beru Nan Kilo, or that's uh, that's your friend that recommended that, Don Beru Nan Kilo. I have no idea. Uh, Tyler. Okay, great. Shout out to Tyler. I don't remember this. But... Ba- Baki, which I guess is related to Grappler Baki. I saw Grappler Baki, but not this new shit my hero academia dr stone fully coolie your lion april by two people bloom into you um and then i think that's it there's there's some other stuff that i think i didn't write down and swore i'd remember uh so if you didn't hear your anime please write in we're never gonna get to these uh, no you're right probably well, part, it, it part depen- six will never it, come out it depends on how long <laughs> it takes for part six to come out but we decided next episode is foodie uh foodie coolie, right all right i'm yes? with it we're doing it we're doing it we're doing it I keep are, wanting are to we see... watching the new one or the old one? I would rather watch the new one because oh. I've seen the old one, but I have a lot to say about the old one. Okay. Is, an, is the new one a continuation, though? I think it's a sequel. I have no idea. We can't just watch it. Is, I know nothing about is it. Is the new one a couple of episodes or is like how many, how long is it? Jackie, I know nothing. Okay. I haven't well, seen it. I'm looking it up. I think we you. should watch the old one anyway, either way, but then maybe just talk about the new one, but also talk about the old one. Like, <laughs> You know, because I need to rewatch it, so I'm gonna rewatch it either way. Yeah, I might rewatch it. I'm uh, looking it up. Mark's looking it up. They split episodes into FLCL Progressive and FLCL Alternative. Um, let's see here, which served as sequels to the popular series that was uh, back in 2003. Or 2003 in America. What are they? Episodes or movies or what? They're movies, but let's see here. This is really hard to follow considering Fully Cooley is really hard to follow anyway. Yeah, so last year, Fully Cooley had six episodes come out. And yeah, they split it into two like differently named seasons, but it's 12 episodes. That's too much. That's a lot of episodes. Let's just watch the old one, Miles. Is that okay? Fine. With the kids sing out the future. Okay, so we're going to watch the old uh, Fooly Cooly. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an email from Michael called Greetings. Hello, JJB pod members Jackie, Mark, and Miles. All spelled good. I like it. By the time you are reading this out loud on your podcast and I am listening to it, I will be in Greece taking a nice two-week vacation. Nice. Good for you. I haven't written in in a while, and I do hope you guys are all doing well. Thank you. I think we are. My question for you guys is, if you were asked to write an anime story plot, what would it be? For me, I would write about a knight who wakes up in the modern world and has to adjust to high school life. Thanks, as always, for the podcast. Sincerely, Michael. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, the power of my horniness goes up. Whoa. That's extreme. Is it like a, what do you call it, um, exponential? Mm, mm. That would be scary. Oh, it'd be too much. It's a multiplier. 
Um, I think if I had to write an anime, I think like school life and like hiding. Well, hmm, like I think that those are all really good anime themes, that kind of thing. I'm trying to think of a harem anime. <laughs> that's what you would. That's what you want. <laughs> I was just thinking of other anime tropes. Oh, I would. I would want it to be like a Gretzko, but uh, a, a lady engineer. That's what I would want. So, like, not that different from a Gretzko. But she's an engineer. Okay. Instead of an office worker. So you. And but, she's not trying to find love. She's just trying to be successful. And also, she's a magical girl. Oh, we're getting pretty far away from a Gretzko it's now. It's like a Gretzko meets uh, Cardcaptor Sakura. Okay. Yeah. It's just two things you like. Sure. Cool. Magical girls, engineering. Magical fox. And Magical gonna... red fox? What is she? Red fox? Uh, is she? A... She's red panda. Red panda. Yeah. Guys, um, I don't know. Maybe about a dog. It would definitely be like a, there would be no magical elements. It would be like about a dog walker. You? You're saying? Yeah. Just very slice of life like uh, like Genshiken. That's right something that's just like whatever that is these are real people oh you don't know genshi ken no you might like it it's just about like otaku nerds in college um just going through life and shit mark i don't watch any new anime it's not new it's from like 10 years ago at least if i haven't watched it already i'll never watch it all right unless like you make me watch it for this podcast i would make an anime that's just about mechs and mech fighting but uh the pilot sits in what would be if the robot were a person just a dick uh, and it goes straight up when you take off. Uh, just kidding. I'm, I'm describing the robots from Zone of the Enders, the video game from the early 2000s, where that happens, and somehow it was released to the public. Dang, somebody was just talking about Zone of the Enders the other day, but I forget why it even came up. And I just was like, was like pretty cool game. Wait, what? They got in that cockpit, and then it, it's the penis. Uh, it's really weird. I would make a mecha anime, but just about like the logistics of like repairing it and stuff every week <laughs> like just about the people uh, whose lives are like like an evangelion gaiden and it's just the people that work there yeah <laughs> that actually would be really cool i have to admit i would watch that really? if they were like gainax doing new uh you know evangelion series and it's just like the guys that make those computers that are all orange and tilted and shit mm-hmm. Okay. That would be great. Right. You never see any fighting, just like the aftermath. and the going, you, just, ah. you see one of the guys from like episode one and it's like Shinji refusing to get in the Eva and he's just like, oh my fucking God, come on. We're on overtime already. I just want to go home. The scenes are like, oh, there it goes. And then like, yeah, oh, here it is. It's destroyed. <laughs> Let's yeah. fix it. They're just sitting in the break room like, I think this diamond angel thing is going to fuck them up. I don't think they have a shot. Uh, and Jackie, uh, wait, uh, Miles, did you, oh, you said dog walker, right? Okay. And I gave a fake answer cause, uh, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. We're not giving you our secret anime ideas. Okay. <laughs> We've got to sell them to Crunchyroll. I'll give you back to the, the, uh, let's just say I was serious on the dick robot. <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, this email is from Joe B, uh, day three, four, six. Trump Chan still hasn't noticed me under his bed. Turns out Kira's plan is a golden one. His salty hands taste delightful as they dangle off the bed. I can only get out through the hatch I had installed three years ago in the chaos of office switching. Further updates to come. Winky face. Joe B. So I, I, I don't really understand this email, but I laughed my ass off at just the Trump Chan. <laughs> Trump, Trump Chan still hasn't noticed me. Uh, just because l- last week we called Joe B. Joe Biden. And that's we were that's like, the deal. Yeah. I know. I love it. Anyway, 
Is that what the rest of this means? Because I, I don't well, understand. I like the idea that, that Trump is on his bed and you're under his bed. And you mentioned that you made a secret hatch during the chaos of office switching. So are they like renovating the White House or something? Is like this, in real life or is, in this scenario? Wait, in this scenario. Is This reminds me of um, the little girl who was a ghost. Is, the, is, this, is this just her story? Is what? He gonna, is he going to murder her? I oh, Ramy? Yeah. Oh, I was like, in real life? <laughs> we got those? His salty, tiny hands. Oh, no, you didn't write that. His salty hands dangle off the bed. That, that kind of creeped me out, Joe B. So I, I commend you for that. I feel weird now. <laughs> I like this, Joe B. All right. Let's, You've got my vote. <laughs> let us take a break for a second. Anyway, um, what are we talking about? Bow. Alright. Okay. That works out. What was the rest of that free is that a freestyle? What was it? No, no, I told you this is a song, but he uh it's like in the background, he's just so he's he's listening to the song. He also looks high as fuck. And so just in the background of the song with the beat, he's going bow, bow. But whoever recorded this, they just took like handheld footage of him. Uh, so he has headphones on and he can hear the song. We can't. So it's like someone stripped the audio and just played. Uh, I see. Yeah. It's pretty great. Interesting. Oh, it links to videos like the hardest try not to laugh in existence. Gonna enjoy that. Um, yeah. So now let's talk about the uh, wonderfully gory old school VHS damaged OVA that we watched called Bow the Visitor. Can I just say... Go for it. Green lights. <laughs> so in my notes, I write down the title and then I write down, do dogs die in this? And then <laughs> immediately I see dogs and I'm like, okay, great. And then they get beat up by this lady and shot in the face. And I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> this is definitely it, an Araki It's uh, so weird. I, I would have thought he'd do that now as like a self... Oh, aware nod but what, let's 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 it's talk like about the actual killing dogs has always been in his stuff like it's an episode one of uh of well i guess that's the anime i don't know what part of the book i don't know if yeah it's no the but first it's very early the, it's very that early Danny gets need my tide in the face but wait, before we talk about the content of the ova just some background i mentioned already uh this was two works of araki's before um Two works ago from Jojo. What a weird way of putting it. Basically, he wrote this in 84 to 85, something like that. And then uh, in 86, he did Gorgeous Irene, which is, I don't know, it's about a lady named Irene. I don't remember much else. I don't think there's an OVA. Uh, and then Jojo. Uh, so the art style is very part one-esque. Yeah. In that there's like these tiny, delicate faces and then big, giant, swirly, flared up hair, uh, which is cool. Not a lot of anatomical correctness. Um... Yeah, like I said, it's by Studio Pierrot, who did this OVA, and they also did Yu Yu Hakusho, ah. which we mentioned when watching Hunter x Hunter, uh, and much later they did Bleach and Naruto Shippuden, so Pierrot is a huge uh, famous anime studio. Mm. Um, yeah, I have no idea why... When did this anime come out? This was 89. Okay, wonderful. And it's OVA, so straight to home. This was not on TV. Um, mm. some, some of its content may have given away... Uh, that it wasn't put on TV. Oh, yeah. Like it the, was extremely violent. The face yes. melting and stuff? It was extremely gory. and uh, No I, dicks, though. I was looking up a blog on it. Uh, I, was looking, I was looking it up. I found a blog, and someone was like, it gets pretty gruesome. And I thought there'd be like one or two scenes. And then it turns out this whole OVA is just an excuse to show like 
horrible, <laughs> bright red, melting violence. And I'm here for it. Yeah. I think this OVA should be like all over Jiffy. Like, I'm surprised that I don't see. <laughs> I mean, maybe I have, but like this should like this. This should be all over the Internet. Yeah, it feels very much like Fist of the North Star uh, for a few reasons. Yeah. In in part because of the, the various ways that people like explode <laughs> and it has that old school feel. And one of the last villains, Walken, named after what? Hmm. Uh, really? Scars his own chest. Uh, well, I mean, Kentaro doesn't do it, but uh, is his name Kentaro? Uh, Ken from Fist of the North Star has holes in his chest um, that someone poked in. So it's... It's interesting seeing some of the Fist of the North Star parallels considering Fist of the North Star was out like a year before this comic. Um, and we know that JoJo has looked like Fist of the North Star at times. Um, Biters. Anyway, do we... What if we did Fist of the North Star sometime? Add I'm 100% down. Let's add it to the list. For that idea. Add it to the list. Um, we have to watch the opening song every time though because it is fucking great. I okay. do that when I watch Cheers. <laughs> I do that when I watch The Office because it it's mercifully short it's a fucking banger yeah <laughs> i just dance that song goes hard with the bass like oh man where do i write down the idea to put uh flaca underneath the office theme now I'm just picturing The Office, but it's like Michael Scott is Bao, the blue guy in this OVA with the, the thing in his head. And but he's Bao like, is not the blue guy. Bao is the parasite, but they called everyone who was infected with this parasite Bao as well. Yeah, it's like Bao Ikuro. Is that his name? So I'll Ikuro give, is his name, yeah. I'll give a short summary of, of this, what we just saw. So there is some like secret lab that maybe is evil. Called Dores called Dores that uh, a little girl who has psychic powers escapes from and when she escapes when you say psychic though what do you mean she is a precog she has she has precognition apparently yes just because the word psychic gets used a lot in this and I'm very curious yes so she can see the future yeah Yeah. and during her escape she yeah. inadvertently awakes, awakens this experiment called Bao. Yeah, they're on a train. It opens with them on a train. The girl's being chased. We see a, an immense, just a room full of dogs. That all die or get just yeah. beaten to death. Okay, now dogs. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Uh, she lets the dogs out, though. We're de- oh, she's the Baha man? Yeah, she um, lets the dogs she's out. She's the Baha man? Oh, okay. <laughs> the Baha man? Her name is Sumire. Sumire, which means violet. Uh, I was about to look it up. I was like, why have I heard that before? And then she's like, it means violet. And I was like, thank like, you. Like the flower, violet. Yes. Um, which, in a later scene, there's a car poster, and it says violet in katakana, which I thought was interesting. Oh. Um, yeah, that dog thing, I, I pictured something that being something Araki would do like now as like a joke, like look how many dogs I'm going to beat up because y'all know me for my dog hating thing. Yeah. But it's like, no, this is genuinely what Araki feels. I also... It's not like, even the only time a dog dies in but, this. But but the other thing with, with this these dogs dying is there were just dogs in a cage. Let I guess we can assume that they were also being experimented on. Yes. Yes. Uh, why, why? What is the 
point of so so usually when when he kills dogs in jojo's it's to show how bad the bad guy is or i don't know for comedic effects sometimes like what is the point of her letting the dogs i I mean i understand she let the dogs out i guess so they would attack the people that were chasing her Mm -hmm. and then they beat the shit out of these dogs just to create a distraction i think it's just maximum gore i think like, it doesn't matter what the creature is. Well, Jackie mm-hmm. is saying, though, why would she do that, right? You're talking like, about the character. So, so Araki alleges that he really likes dogs. Uh-huh. In, instead of hating them and, and wanting to depict them being killed all the time. Yeah, it's right? weird. So I don't believe him. It's I like no if, longer believe him. Yeah. It's like if you were like, I look, I love my kids, and that's why I draw all these drawings <laughs> of them being hit with a hammer yeah. um, that I'm holding. It's But it's just because I, I want to show mm-hmm. everyone uh, art hmm. or something. Um, <laughs> was that too dark? <laughs> uh, yeah, so she's escaping on the train, and to let the dogs out, she just like draws like numbers with her finger on something. Oh, she she, she knew what the combination was. Right, so she has precognition, and she can... No combination. It's not. To it's not just precognition. I think she can see stuff like laterally, like stuff that's happening. Yeah. In mm-hmm. the present, but I just wrote down who is this Matilda girl. Yeah. And what is that squirrel? Because I I forgot. <laughs> what is that? I saw this OVA back when I was really into JoJo's and was thirsty for Araki stuff, and so I didn't really remember it. And I was like, I don't remember if it's sci-fi or what. And then immediately there's like a made-up fucking animal. It's like a porg mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. So this was very fast-paced. Yes, it's I don't a know if the manga pace. is like that too, and they were just trying to like squeeze a bunch of stuff in, but it it was super fast, it felt which slower. I liked. To me, it felt slower than JoJo's, though. Really? Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> do not feel that way. Really? I was like, yeah, so much it, is happening. It, it moved, and it had, despite them revealing information in a strange <clears throat> order, uh, which did feel very Araki esque. Like he was like, "Oh, I should probably explain what the what the bow is." Like he started writing right. this and had no idea. And what I that won't worm go back and like. edit anything. I'll just. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can. I mean, it's it's monthly or whatever, um, or weekly. It, yeah, I don't know, Jackie. I felt like it crammed a lot in, like right off the bat. I'm like, there's an experimental lab with a weird name. There's these two characters, man and a woman. There's a psychic girl. Okay, and then she immediately wakes up another mysterious being. So it's not like it spends 10 minutes being about mysterious psychic girl. She's immediately like, and... Well, the reason why I thought it was slower is because my I could keep up with my notes. Like, as things happened, I could jot them down. Whereas yeah. a lot of times with JoJo's, things are happening and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I think some, <laughs> you know? some of that might be because JoJo is harder to understand what the fuck is happening. And there was Maybe. a lot of, like, fight scenes in this where, like, nothing was happening except, like, dudes getting slaughtered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So, yeah, there's certainly less stuff, less, um, like, thought crammed yeah. into this space. It's yeah. a lot of viscera. Yeah. And uh, fighting and a pounding 80s soundtrack. I liked it. Um, I liked it. And then I thought, you know, this kind of sounds familiar. And I looked up the composer, and it turns out there's nothing he worked on that I know. It's just how everything sounded back then. But mm. he worked on an OVA called Starship Troopers, mm. which apparently is an adaptation of the Robert Heinlein novel. Oh, we got to see it. Way before the live action movie. Uh, and yeah, now I have to see that, despite really disagreeing with Heinlein's politics these days. I like the movie's politics. Um, but anyway, knowing that Japan adapted an American sci-fi novel early is cool. Unless Heinlein's British. I don't care. Fuck Has it. he changed his politics to be pro-alien invader? I think he's pro, like, decomposing into the earth. I'm pretty sure he's been dead oh. for a while. Um, no, no, he's very, like, uh, ANCAP 
kind of thing. Can I say that? Just do I sound really leftist and silly to say ANCAP? I don't know. I don't really care like about libertarian politics. <laughs> and our anarchist capitalist, like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Which is fine. I mean, that's a, that's a philosophy. I didn't want to know what his real politics were. Oh, I have this dissertation that I was working on. Would you like to? No. It's heavy. No. I don't know what y'all are talking about. I don't know what Starship Trooper is. Robert Heinlein was a prominent sci-fi writer. Oh he wrote, have spaceship will travel. He wrote, mission to Mars. Nope. Something about Mars. He wrote, Starship Troopers. He wrote, I don't, he was my dad's favorite science fiction writer. Oh, okay. Shout like, out to your like dad. Him. And my dad is like, all taxation is theft. I'm just kidding. He doesn't say that. Oh, <laughs> he just got all his politics right from Heinlein. Moving on. Moving on. Um, <clears throat> I have no idea why this is called the Visitor because he's from Earth. But Bao is from. Oh, so you think the space. title refers to the worms, ex- like specifically? Yes. But is oh. it? I thought he made Bao. He made it. I no, he the, said it's an alien. The scientist made it. No, it's an alien. The scientist. Said I don't remember him email. saying that, but I believe you. He said it was an alien. Okay. Wow. So, an alien worm. Anyway, so they, the girl and this guy escape. Oh, this- I'm sorry. I should have said in the beginning, um, if you haven't seen Bao, you can watch it on YouTube, uh, dubbed or subbed. We watched it subbed. YouTube.com. YouTube.com. Please do not go to these other co.uk bullshits. Um, look up Bao subbed. It's a shitty VHS rip, um, but it kind of helps with that early '90s, late '80s nostalgia. I loved it. Like the audio would pop sometimes. There was yes. like a weird wave at the bottom of the page the yes. whole time, and there was really interlaced. So you see those horizontal lines, and the subs were that it. old giant yellow letters. I liked it. It was very uh, easy for me for for these old eyes to read. If you want to see a much better looking visual one, um, there is also one that's just called like full OVA, and that is in the English dub, which. We watched a little bit of and uh, sucks in terms of dubbing, but it looks great. And uh, I believe that's from the DVD, which was 2002. We should make our own dub. Anyway, we should uh, for like a two minute anime. <laughs> so I do not want to work too hard. I'm sorry, Jackie, I cut you off. What were you saying? Um, so they escape from the train, this little girl and the Ikuro. experiment. Ikuro. Ikuro. And wait, we should tell them how to spell bow. It's B-A-O-H. Yep. B-A-O-H. That's how you spell that. If you want to look it wow. up. And like a bunch of stuff happens because the scientists, like they just want to get the bow back and or kill him, I guess. They want to kill him. I think they have to kill him. I th- they probably would have wanted him to come back, but then they're like, because uh, the, the scientist says releasing bow is like setting off an atomic bomb. Right, because it makes him super powerful and deadly and loosing him into the world is bad. So the whole plot is them trying to kill him, or mostly kill him. Kill him, but then they kidnap the girl in order to bait him into coming back. And then he fights this, like, Native American psychic dude. By the way, can I say that I don't like... I feel like at some point these scientists had a talk and were like, you know, as we're figuring out how to increase their power, we should also do like the mind control and discipline stuff like simultaneously. I get the feeling someone was like, <laughs> we should figure out how to control him. They were like, no, no, no. Just make it so he can like heal himself. And they were like, okay. And then he broke out and they weren't done teaching him to listen to them. Mm-hmm. But they did have a way to control uh, Walken. With the band? His headband. Yeah. Oh, he may have worn that voluntarily. Okay. I think that he like, he's like, um, like Magneto. Oh. You know, he wears that silly helmet. Um, and then, so 
basically he comes back to the lab and kills everyone and there's an explosion and everyone dies yep <laughs> it's really and he saves the girl there's zero substance in this it's and very little plot there's yeah. substance that's just like brains and intestines right the i think the main point of this uh-huh. is like crazy fighting and violence yes and just drawing people's heads being crushed or melted or sliced it is very much style over substance but i liked the style yeah i liked it too and i thought the gore was drawn extremely well i thought a lot of it was drawn really well yeah it, i liked the, it looked really good i think they should have made it into a live action movie oh, oh. but like oh. also in the 80s so that you'd have like a real like rubber face melting like ricky yes sure you, you've seen ricky right I've, ricky I've, I've, i don't know what i've seen i just know that i've seen faces melting i remember with ricky O. for those who don't know it's a chinese made movie that's an adaptation of a manga it's like very silly and dumb and you've definitely seen gifs of it like miles if you're talking about gory gifs You've seen Rikio. That's what I want. Just picture somebody like crushing another guy's head and it's very, you know, fake. Um, and then I was like, I'm going to read the manga and see if it takes itself seriously. And it's just, it's exactly the same thing. It's just like a comic written to be gory and disgusting. But I'd love to see those guys make bow. Anyway. I liked it. I liked the face melting. The face melting. They did that a few times. Was cool. <laughs> it was like, first I'm grabbing him from both sides of his head while he's driving and he doesn't really move. Like, it takes a few seconds for his head to melt. This first guy, number 22. Mm-hmm. And he's just sitting there like... Bow's power is basically melting faces. He's got several powers. Yeah, he can melt your face. Yep. He doesn't really get hurt. He grows blades from his arms like one of the pillar men. He, turns, he turns really blue and his nails get really long. Like, he's that um, uh, character from the X-Men who's all blue. Nightcrawler. Beast. Or Nightcrawler. He looks like Beast to me a few times. Which one is Beast? Beast is just blue and he wears glasses. And which one's Nightcrawler? Nightcrawler is the German one with a tail who can teleport. Oh, I don't know what they... I just know what they look like in the X-Men cartoon. (laughs) Nightcrawler is skinnier and is an acrobat. Like he wears like an acrobatic outfit kind of. Beast is like the scientist of the group, the intellectual. I think think Beast is the one I'm thinking of. Beast is thicker. He's thicker. Yeah. Um, I just have a list of notes. I don't know what kind of order we want to go into. I wrote down LOLOLOL. So many dogs get murked in the first five minutes. Um, There's so many little things that I like. I loved that. Like, so Walken also has predictive powers. And the way that he tells the future is he looks into a cup of coffee. Yes. And sees what will happen. And I so just love that, that he, he has to have coffee. <laughs> he doesn't read tea leaves. He doesn't read coffee grounds. He just reads coffee. Or tea. And then, like... I like that power. That'd be a good stand. I would have that stand. I like that power, too. But I loved it. Like, there's so many things they don't explain. Like, he's looking into the coffee. He sees a vision of the future. And then it suddenly overflows. And he just starts cackling. Oh, 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 because he's saying, like, oh, the coffee cooled down. And then he heats it up to the point where it boils over. And he starts laughing. He's just flexing his powers. Oh, okay. I did not understand his power I think the idea is that it's supposed to foreshadow that he will be a good match for Bao. Because he can also do crazy fucking powerful things he's very powerful he can melt i do like the idea of it being unexplained (laughs) it just overflows and he's like my cup runneth over (laughs) cut to something uh i wrote down that bow's lab restraints just happen to look like new york meatpacking district leather bondage gear (laughs) oh yeah he was like naked and buff and i'm like like, yes he looks like that what's that that japanese meme where it's like that have you guys ever seen that that like softcore porn where it's like oh yeah the two dudes in the locker no. room and, and the japanese dude has on leather armor like this and people on 2chan would just make remixes based on like the sound of them slapping each other and shit 
great. <laughs> it's the fucking funniest thing. I can't remember the name of the meme. If anybody listening knows what I'm talking about, uh, get help. <laughs> Um, I loved Bao yelling when he gets electrocuted when <laughs> yes, he first. <laughs> you and I both yeah. laughed. <laughs> His yelling is weird. No, I want to hear Miles trying to do it. It was like, ah. Yeah, that, that's it. That was it. <laughs> He's not. He doesn't sound that upset by it. <laughs> but then oh. after that, it just jump cuts to him sitting on a bench, and I was just like, "Is this the same person?" I, yeah, I, didn't I was like, really confused because he has all this clothes on. I'm like, yeah. "Oh, they have clothes." And he hasn't been electrocuted to death, and he's just like reading a newspaper. I did not think that was him until she called him Ikuro, and then so they're experimenting on you. I was like, "What?" Yeah, it was. The pacing was weird and fast. <laughs> it was definitely fast. Um, so there's another dog in it that gets mauled by a tiger. Uh, if you all remember that, we get a dog that is mauled by a tiger, and then and it took them forever to have the dog get hurt because they were like, "We're experimenting on it," and it like rolls over, and still nothing happens to it. And I was like, "Oh God!" I was like, "I want to say that maybe this one doesn't die." It, it totally does die. And then, so it's mauled by a tiger, but then it has bow in it. So then it turns into like a blue Pokemon. That's dog. exactly what it looks like. It looks like a legendary Pokemon. And then it. Uh, it murks this tiger. It yeah, it and it cuts it in half. It destroys this tiger. He cuts his face in half. And that's when I don't know if it's the tiger. That and then it, they it, burn the dog to death, so it dies twice. Uh, but then its head comes off uh, and runs over to them, and then the bow worm pops out of the head. But when the tiger gets cut in half, it's kind of like Dio getting cut in half in part one. How it gets cut in half, and then the left half slides down like an inch or two first, and then it falls apart. So yeah. cool. So that felt a little bit like uh, a JoJo parallel. One thing I liked from that scene was so there's I so this lab has You're like, going to say the same thing I wrote down I bet. Go ahead. This lab has like secretive backers and they all wore <laughs> these cool golden masks as they watched this dog yeah murder this tiger and then get murdered. That just seemed perfectly normal to me. I didn't even note it. <laughs> it was very um Well, that's cuz we hire three men like that in our apartment at all times. So you <laughs> see it every day. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm used to it. It reminded me of Eyes Wide Shut. Yes. Like the, that style mask. Yes. I gotta watch that again. What? Did you... Who did I watch that with? I watched that with you once. Oh, is that true? Like on my computer or something? Somewhere? No, I wanna feel... I wanna feel... I, I wanna feel like... You wanna feel something. Was it in college? I don't know. It was a weird group of people. <laughs> I came over once and it was you and me and Matt... And some other people, and we watched uh, a softcore porn. No, it was a hardcore. No, it was a hardcore porn. But we fast forwarded the porn scenes, which they didn't even. I don't want to. talk about I don't about think it. we needed to do that. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I just lo- what I like specifically about that. You didn't say this. This is my unique thought. Is when uh when the dog is like murdered and thrown across the lab, it does like a quick insert shot of each of their faces, like as they're seeing it. Yeah. And it's not their faces. You know, it's their unmoving bronze golden masks just looking. I just thought it was really cool editing. Um, yeah. It was nice. There's, there's lots of little things that I get the feeling were not in the comic, but the animators just uh, put in there for fun. They're right. Great. It's so stylish. Yeah. Liked it. Um, I wrote down some of the techniques that Bao has. Um, oh, yes, please. There's Bao armed phenomenon because it's not phenomenon, apparently. You hear them say phenomen uh, in the Japanese. Oh. Uh, this is the worst... Hardest one, reskinny harden saber phenomenon. Reskinny harden. Harden. Yeah. Reskinny harden. There's the bees one. Shooting bees stinger phenomenon. Uh huh. 
And then there, so most of them nobody says, and it just appears as a label on the screen. Right. And then the last one, the head scientist oh, yeah. shouts out what the phenom is, <laughs> which I love that he was rooting for Bao at that point too. Yeah. That he was just like, "Fuck it, I love this guy that I made." That ending scene was very like it was super abrupt. So Bao is fighting Walken, and he shoots a giant laser at him, which kills Walken, which he powered by hardwiring it to his arm. Yes. He just, like, plugged it into his skin. Yeah, he took a plug and just jammed it through his forearm. As you do. <laughs> he shoots Walken. And then, so down there are also this mad scientist and the lady assistant, Sophine. And also just stalactites fall and instantly kill them. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I look down to write something. And, oh, maybe it's when he falls apart. Uh, anyway, I look down to write something. And then I heard you laugh and I looked up and it was just people being pierced. And I thought maybe... One of them used their power to do that. But the fact that it's just no. stalactites? It was just stalactites that immediately stabbed this lady who kind of didn't really do anything the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I was, was waiting for her to be sympathetic and like be, be like spared or whatever. But no. She, she everyone gets, And it made me go like, everyone is going to die. Everyone dies in this whole yes. anime. The only, Except the little girl. The little girl survives. The little girl lives and... Uh, <laughs> and might be Bao? Right? Because doesn't he revive her with his blood? Yes, oh, he does. Oh, that's right. But she doesn't seem to have an actual worm inside her. So is this just an ass-pull power that he has yeah. that he can revive he, he people? He has a healing power, Aren't yeah. they all ass-pull powers? Like, okay, the skin hardening and the blade, those make sense to me, right? Like, you can move your flesh around mm-hmm. and harden them to be weapons or armor. Fine. But then when you're like, also, I shoot hairs off my face and, and hair. I'm like, what? Those are bees. They said they were bees. Well, they're stingers, <laughs> but... So this is where I was like, aha, just like Jojo, just powers pulled out of thin fucking air. Yeah. He just, he can also draw decently. It's, like, it's not as good as the, the Aswan fly. Another weird pacing thing. He just draws for 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes and there's just the there girl from drawing in this. playing. She draws in this yeah, anime. She, she there is drawing in, in this anime. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I thought he drew that, but okay. No, 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 no. Um, she draws and she's not that good. I don't know what race the first villain number 22 is supposed to be he's, he's gray. gray his yeah. skin was like gray purple he looked like uh he's probably a vampire i think that's what he is that's his race mm. he's a vampire well walken had fangs is he mm. a vampire did he yeah i didn't see that these were all kind of like vampire or wolfy oh a lot of them well no uh dordo <laughs> dordo is <laughs> a uh, robot he's a fucking robot which is also like a stroheim kind of jojo yes. thing but it's something that is never explained you he's just he gets massively injured and it turns out there's just metal what under do you his need skin to know, miles i guess i don't need to know he's you're a right. terminator his face gets blown off by by bow by bow ikuro and you're like oh he's dead and then he's like ha 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 i am part terminator and his voice changes but the next time you see him is like days later and his face is still exposed did well, you? his skin was on back order. They had to, like, get okay. it drop shipped, and it took forever. Yeah, there was no speed wagon foundation back right. then. It True. was, like, slow wagon delivering his My anime is face. about the people who deliver skin to robots' faces. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Um, um, this guy, also, he had an explosion bullet. Explosion. And it had, like, TM. What was that? <laughs> yeah, there was a trademark Why is there in the a subtitles. Trademark? That's the thing, is these subs felt professional, but that, that kind of feels like, like the kids subtitling this for fun decided to put a tm in there so i really don't know i like also how when he shoots his gun he, he has like like the gun like goes into his eye yeah like, to be a scope 
it, which like, also I was like, fits it, in if you eye. didn't have your face ripped off, would this work? Yeah. Because his face is like partially exposed. And then it's like, yeah, like eight cables go in. And I'm like, come on, guys. You could have put them all into one. Exploship is a real product, I mm. think. Yeah. I don't know. I just looked it up. It's actually not for sale. So maybe it's not a real product well, anymore. Yeah. I mean, they didn't get it for sale, Miles. They didn't go into a retail location and buy it off the shelf. Sorry. See if they have any defense contracts with Dores Secret Company. <laughs> um by the way, I love that Exploship scene because it's like the fastest turnaround of here's this power or technique or thing that I'm going to use. It's going to kill this guy. Fuck, it's coming back at me. <laughs> it's like immediate. It was so fast. Like, I feel like in JoJo's, that would have been like the whole episode. Yeah. Him explaining yeah. what Exploship is. And I don't know how he made it flip around. Me neither. I think they say he has electricity, and this is where I think if it were JoJo, or maybe in this comic, Araki would stop and explain electromagnetism to you. He'd be like, oh, Exploship, that works like this. Well, I have a special technique that can reverse it because of the power of science, and then I'll do it. Don't sound like you don't like JoJo. Don't Uh, you dare make fun (laughs) of anything. It's perfect, Miles. Perfect. It is unscrutinable. Inscrutable? Whatever. Um... That's not. So I could, I could explain away how he flips that bullet around, but he just holds his hand out and like a green orb starts flashing. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the shell comes back at the uh, helicopter. By the way, don't make such an explosive ordinance that just looks like every other bullet. <laughs> really differentiate it. I would have. Yeah, you could mix them up. What if you're, you know, <laughs> you're not trying to blow up an entire thing. And then, like anyway. imagine if Mista was working with that. He would have blown yeah. himself up. It would be like pretty obvious because all the little goblins would be like, yeah. And then there'd be one that's like, I'm on the big bullet. So another weird thing of things that are not explained. So once, uh, what's his name? Ikuro makes it to the lab. The first two people who confront him are like clearly not human. Like they look like goblins. Oh yeah. And they throw grenades at him and then but get like blown blue. up and their faces melted or whatever. But like, who are these creatures? I don't know. Cause to me, like you say, it's when he got into the lab. I didn't even figure out when that started. Cause to me, he blew up this helicopter and then two dudes were like, now let's get him. Like they didn't just see what happened and realize they're fucked. Yeah. I also, I, I was looking down a lot cause I wrote a lot of notes, but, um, why does he go back to the lab? Oh, to rescue her. Girl. Yeah. Cause yeah. they're torturing her with loud noises. How yeah. did they, um, how did they get her? They so during so they they have that fight at the abandoned building and Dordo yeah just grabs her oh because he lives and yeah. then <laughs> so after we reveal that he's a robot like a jetpack just appears out of his back and yeah. then a glider and he just flies away laughing <laughs> which I loved yeah he just turns into a big paper airplane <laughs> he goes ha, 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 ha. I I like that when she's being tortured by the horrible sounds. That's it. I just like that. No. When she's being tortured, they cut to Sophine and she's like, my diagnosis said that she's like not doing well. She hasn't had a drop of water in two days, which like, why do you need an analysis? Why don't you just go, have we given her any water? No. Yeah. Oh, she's not doing well. And I know this because of how humans work. Um, that was just a little weird thing. So I don't, they don't explain really how they, they just go like, he could smell her torture or whatever. He could smell her yeah. being tortured. I so that's another power he has. He can smell uh, people specifically and their, uh, you know, yeah. when they need help. But to me, it would have made more sense if you were like, she has psychic abilities. She communicated mm, with yeah. him. Yeah, that would have made a lot yeah. more sense. But no, it's a new power. 
but I could definitely just sit here and like see so many more. And these all felt like Hamon and Jojo part one and the little in part two of just like the name comes up on screen, which again is also in Fist of the North Star uh, and probably just a lot of old Chinese and Japanese movies. One um, huge inaccuracy. Yeah. Uh, that was not realistic at all. I'm ready for a completely real and genuine sentiment. Go so ahead. they steal a motorcycle and they ride it in the rain. How can you see while you're riding a motorcycle in the rain? Unrealistic. Are you a superhuman experiment? But he was still human at that point. Oh. Or like he, he wasn't transformed. Hmm. I, don't I don't know. He must have had his eyes closed. I don't know. We'll ask Araki next time he writes in. I feel like the moral of the story is like, don't experiment to create powerful things. I'm saying, I'm saying figure out the harness before you really yeah. make them powerful. Yeah. Can we talk about the ending? Um... Sure. So he rescues the girl. He tells her to flee the cave before everything blows up. We don't know whether he dies, but the girl says... <laughs> oh, I hated this. The last scene is the girl waiting on the beach. This is like after the credits, too. Yeah, so we, she's nine years old, and the last scene is her waiting on the beach going like, I know he'll come back to me when I'm 17. And like... What? Is it... Is it for sex? So he's like dead or like <laughs> dormant and she's like, he's going to come back soon. I know he's going to come back. I'll be 17. And like, I think the idea is just that she's home. She's earmarking it. What do you call it? She's just like marking the date that she thinks it's going to happen like the next year. But and why would she think that? I don't. Well, I think she's also telling us the, the viewer that in eight years, like he's been under there for eight years, you know, like it's conveying the passage mm-hmm. of time. But yeah, it is weird that why a character would be like, I'll be 17 when he comes out next year. Mm. You know? Maybe it's because he's 17. Is he 17? She guesses his age at one point. I thought, yeah, I guess he is. He is 17. Um, The the technique I missed, by the way, was uh, bow break dark thunder phenomenon. That's the one that the professor yells. Yeah. And he's eating eating popcorn at the same time. And he's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, fuck yeah. He's got a foam (laughs) finger on that says bow on it. Um, His name was Kasumi no Mei. Yeah, like Eye of Kasumi or something, maybe. Um, I wrote down that Bao skips leg day. Uh, what? Damn. When they show Bao as a kid becoming an orphan, <laughs> his, his parents are in the front of the car. What are you talking about? They show like Bao's mom driving, and she just turns around for and a long time. stares at him. Oh, yeah. For like 10 seconds. Not even like... It, in eternity if you're driving on a highway yeah and she doesn't like smile at him or go like hey ikuro when we get to your like she just stares at him it's like she wanted to die she wanted to crash the car here's the thing because then yeah she gets hit or drives off a cliff i don't know yeah and that's how he becomes an orphan and the subject of this experiment maybe it's because it's japan the dad was driving like the steering wheels on the other side Mm. of the car is it japan though I don't know. But then why would her turning around happen right before the crash? Right. Why wouldn't the dad swerve out of the way of these cars? That are, like, that's even weirder. Unless than... it's a coincidence. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not going to open it back up and check, but you might be right. Mm. But I like the idea that she's driving and just turned all the way around. And she, what they cut out was her going like, you could go check this shit out. I don't even have to look. And then <laughs> fucking drove off a cliff in the water. <laughs> um and that's the the origin story it was so weird um at one point bao grows a red stone in the middle of his forehead which is very much like uh the red stone of asia 
Oh yeah, that we see in the Pillar Man, and he was very Pillar Manny. Yes, and Except a, not as hot. A little bit like Dio, not Dio. The mask that Dio activates. I don't know if it has a jewel in its head or not. Yeah. Um. Uh, what do you call it? Um. Yes, yeah, so we have the cyber villain. Uh, Bao looks like cars. He also kind of looks like Star Platinum a little bit, but that might just be blue. Um, mm-hmm. I love that Araki had to talk about only briefly the Native Americans, the skirm having their ritual where they like mark themselves. Is that real? Are they blood. real? No. <laughs> Did he just made that up? I just Googled skirm and uh, <laughs> uh, some things came up there like ancestry.com ad and some stuff. So here is something that came up though as a video result. I am walking a warrior who thrives on carnage and destruction. Here, good sound effect. Doctor Kasumi Nomi, Walkins. Oh, Yo, she's terrible. Did I, did I do the voice acting for this? Or me? Uh. Walkin is the last surviving member of the Skirm tribe of American Indians. Oof. That blood marking denotes that he has won respect and honor, and a totem of death to his enemy. And it's just like a weird symbol. I don't know what the, the fuck it is. The sign signifies that Walken has recognized. So yeah, you you get it. He goes into explaining it and shit. Um, so that that is also yeah early Araki. Um, I love at one point there's this little touch where when Bao first fights Walden, and he like shoots his arm blade off because of course he can do that. He can fire the blade as well. It gets stuck in Walden's forehead, and then you hear a little bit of like uh, remaining electricity in it, and then it breaks his headband and it falls off. I just thought it was so cool looking. It was cool. Yeah. This whole thing was cool looking. I liked it. You guys were both dead quiet the whole time. I thought you hated it. Oh like, really? Oh, shit. oh no, I liked it. Okay, I liked it too. It was absurd. You said, yeah, Mark. You said that it wasn't going to be that weird and we wouldn't have that much to talk about. And I thought it was totally weird. I also was wrong. You didn't remember. I, I said it. I don't remember anything. If I, I mean, there wasn't once. much that like, like there's nothing to say about the characters really. Like, yeah, like they're empty shells basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it basically does was just was a 50 minute exercise in style and like stylized violence and weird Araki isms. Yeah, but not even, like, I feel like Araki has the time and space in JoJo's to, like, become super indulgent with his Araki-isms, which is, like, great and bad. Um, And this, it felt so, like, he had to squeeze them in. Yeah, I mean, this is two volumes crunched into 45 or 50 minutes, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if I can... Let me just quickly see here. Oh, okay, that's actually... Yeah, this is a really short... Bless you. Thank you. Yeah, this actually isn't that much time, really. Two volumes crunched into 50 minutes. Yeah, that's that's not terrible. I'm trying to think of what it is. It's like uh, if part three was the beginning and uh, the eight, the fight with strength, the big gorilla, in 50 minutes. You could do that. That's not too bad. I um, think the anime does it in like three or four. One thing I have to point out, because I pay attention to these things, is there were two women characters in this. And I didn't think, I didn't have a problem with any of it. <laughs> didn't have a problem with Even any of it. Even the scientist lady being I just liked her. randomly killed? Uh, e- everyone died, Mark. Mark, everyone died. Oh, so it's like she was equal, fine. equal opportunity murder. She had a job. She was important, you know? Yeah. She was doing like health checks on the girl. 
she was she's doing stuff and the little girl was a little psychic person who helps bow guy escape yep as a pet squirrel or something whatever that yeah, thing is yeah what's that all about why was that there i have no idea what's his deal it don't matter the little squirrel um yeah this thing also has vampires and revival similar to jojo um other what vampires just not quite vampires, but the fangs and people the way with he, fangs. The way he puts his like face over hers, and I thought he was gonna kiss the nine year old. Yeah, the blood thing, and also like I guess he kind of is a vampire because he it's and after he dies, like he's kind of an undead p- person, yeah. you know. Um, let me see here. I love the. Uh, I definitely had some Akita vibes from when Walden shows up and his headband is off, and they're like. He has no, nothing limiting his psychic strength. And then he just melts them just by, I guess, flexing and yelling or something. And like an orb of destruction sort of occurs. And it just made me think of Tetsuo in the... Uh, mm-hmm. There's so many guys who just die for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. it's cool. Because they had to stop and take the time to tell us what was going on. And in that time, they died. So I appreciate their sacrifice of exposition. Thank you. That you didn't, you didn't really need, but it was cool. I also, I don't know what else has done this where it's like people who were experimented on in a lab and have powers and they're on the run. Like I think of a little bit of Akira or Akira. Frankenstein. Uh, yeah, but not quite the same thing where it's like youths living as like homeless people. Um, part uh, Season two of Stranger Things has that a little bit. Mm. True. I'm trying to think of like what, if anything, is like the main source of that um, trope, which I like. Uh, at some point, I think Walden says mudada, but I mean, they say that in a lot of No animes. way. Yeah, but that's, it's a common phrase. Oh. It's just nice to see it in this. Uh, in the JoJo PlayStation 3 game All-Star Battle that has like every JoJo character, there's a downloadable one that's Bao. Oh. Um, and he just has moves based on the arm blades and electricity and shit. Uh, in the fighting game uh, by SNK called World Heroes, there's a character called Neo Dio that's just bow except he does also yell re at some point huh. so he's like a mixture of bow and uh of, and dio so um, is this the only other arky thing that has been animated uh i think so we're um, out we're out of things let me see here other like out, outside of the jojo's universe yeah because as far as animated things we still haven't seen the phantom blood movie but no one has mm. really Let's see here. Oh, interesting. For the Gorgeous Irene manga, there's a trivia here that says Araki admits uh, to being uh, embarrassed about Irene because it's his, it reflects the, quote, ignorance of women during his youth. Aww. Uh, just a lot of stereotypes and brief nudity. And he said he was only able to realize this prior to his marriage. Wait, that doesn't, that must be written wrong. Yeah. It must be like he didn't realize this prior to his yeah. Marriage. Anyway, yeah, there doesn't seem to be any gorgeous. Women Irene. doing the work. Yeah. Teaching men how to be good. Jackie, please civilize me. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that's everything. I know I'm going to think of other stuff because watching this, uh, it is so fast that so many things come up and it's, uh, it's a lot. Uh, it's a lot of gore. Worth watching for the gore. Especially because it's free. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Go to utube.com uh, and look up B-A-O-H. Uh, if you're squeamish, don't do that. I, well, I think by now they would have watched it. Nah. Like, I think somebody, I think they paused the, or maybe, maybe you're going to tweet this, you're going to tweet the link out and they're going to watch it. 
No. They're going to listen to this and go, I don't want to watch some shit that's before JoJo. And then they hear us talking about it and they're like, I got to see this fucked up thing. And then we just spoil the whole thing for them. Yeah, but this isn't about plot. There's really nothing to spoil. You just got to watch this like blue, white, black haired skunk guy blow shit up and crack and fall apart. Okay, fine. Which never becomes like an issue, by the way, where they're like, he probably has sores on his body and is breaking apart, but he's fine. He's never like, oh, I'm too sick. I'm I'm falling apart while fighting this guy. He's just like, it just looks cool that he's like, which Araki later uses on stands that they crumble apart like stone. Yeah. Boy, if you want just really shallow Jojo with amazing animation and gore, I think you should watch Pow. And that is it. Oh, and an update about us. Um, the babies moved out of the apartment in front of us. Yes, listeners. the people across the hall left. So if anyone here has young children that make a lot of noise and you want to move uh, in. <laughs> there's a vacancy. There's a vacancy. We will put the mic against the door um, and listen to you. We'll send the paperwork your way. Just contact us. Thanks. Bye. Write to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. Bye. Also, uh, just while we're here, rate us five stars and write a nice review on Apple Podcasts. Please, we need it. Thanks. The only word you're allowed to use in your review is bow. Bow, bow, bow. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good point. Bow. <laughs> <laughs>